my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is about borrowing a time management strategy from President Theodore Roosevelt. Block out your schedule for the day and alternate periods of focused work with completely different sorts of activities that advance you toward your personal goals. If you do this, you might wind up as the kind of person who can run a country while writing a book on naval warfare in your spare time. Which, yes, Roosevelt did. I'm grateful to host Aaron McCarthy of the History Versus podcast for sending in examples of Roosevelt's schedule. Rather than work from a to-do list, Roosevelt would map out his days. This was a habit he developed young. For instance, as a student at Harvard, he would have breakfast at 8, study till 10, 11 to 12 do Latin recitation, then boxing at the gym, lunch, studying, and recitation until 4, watching a ball game, dinner, studying for an hour, and then at half past 10, reading by the fire. One day on the campaign trail, he followed the following schedule. 7 a.m., breakfast. 7.30 a.m., a speech. 8 a.m., reading a historical work. 9 a.m., a speech. 10 a.m., dictating letters. 11 a.m., discussing Montana mines. 11.30 a.m., a speech. 12 p.m., reading an ornithological work. 12.30 p.m., a speech. 1 p.m., lunch. 1.30 p.m., another speech. 2.30 p.m., reading Scottish novelist Sir Walter Scott, and so on. Now, with so much to do, I mean, he gave eight speeches that day, it might feel strange to stop in the middle to read a Walter Scott novel. But by focusing intently on whatever he was doing in the moment and consciously building in breaks focused on his passions, Roosevelt was able to read, take courses, and exercise, something less busy people often claim to have no time to do. Now, to be sure, a rigid schedule can be tough when stuff goes wrong. If Roosevelt was zooming from place to place but his train got delayed, this could throw off the whole day. This is something that another great figure in American history, Benjamin Franklin, discovered. Anyone who's read his autobiography will recall the disciplined schedule Franklin developed to help him as he ran his business and embarked on his ambitious project of achieving moral perfection. Alas, he soon realized that the schedule didn't always work. People would come see him about doing business together, and as a businessman, he wanted to have those meetings. 
But oddly enough, these people did not always show up at the exact moment when this was most convenient. So it goes. I'd probably leave more space than Roosevelt did to deal with the unexpected. But it's hard to argue with success. For those of us with more normal lives, we might intentionally schedule in reading breaks during work, making it through 10 pages in 15 minutes or so, rather than losing this time to unfocused email checks. We might build in space to go for a walk with a colleague, and then maybe 20 minutes later in the day to practice a foreign language. It's not that 20 minutes is so much, but by consistently building in these bits of time for other passions, we make them part of our lives, even as we get a lot done in our main jobs too. So how will you block out your daily schedule? And be sure to check out the History Versus podcast. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.